Hi, I'm Todd from Finish Line Financial, and this is Retirement Secrets, where we talk about what it takes to retire like a multimillionaire. Retirement planning is a whole bunch of different pieces that you have to try to figure out how to fit together, and it can be really confusing and overwhelming at times. So one of the things that we're trying to do is to keep our finger on the pulse of emerging trends and strategies that multimillionaires are using so that you don't have to. And we will you know, help you to try to understand how it may apply to your own situation. And a key part of every financial plan is investing your, your retirement money. And for savvy investors, alternative investments is an important part of their plan. That's why I'm really pleased to have on today's podcast, Greg Brousseau. Greg is a founding partner of the Central Park Group. It's an investment advisory firm that specializes solely in alternative investments. And Greg is also the co-chief investment officer and has invested more than 14 billion, that's right, that's a B, 14 billion dollars in alternative investments. The Central Park Group was actually recently acquired by the Macquarie Group, which is a major global bank headquartered in Australia. And so now Greg and his partner oversee the alternative investment area for the firm. So the cool thing is, is that Greg graciously offered to kick off season two for our listeners. And he's going to actually be doing a follow-up podcast in the very near future as well. So stay tuned for that. He's going to give you a global bird's eye view of alternative investments because alternatives um, you can invest in worldwide, not just in the United States. And he's also going to tap into why they are in such high demand by high net worth investors. In addition to that, he's also gonna take a deeper dive on the current environment for private equity investing and share his thoughts on that. So he's managed more than $14 billion in over 175 different funds. He's been doing it for over a quarter of a century and he did this podcast just for you. Good morning and my name is Greg Berceau and I'm with the Macquarie Group. Um, and myself and my partner oversees the alternative investment area for the firm. Uh, Macquarie is a global bank based in, uh, they're headquartered in Sydney, Australia. They're the largest infrastructure asset manager in the world. They're publicly traded, and they're also um, the largest investment bank in Australia. Um, What I thought I'd do today, and today is um, May 23rd. I'm recording this in New York City. Um, is talk a little bit about alternatives, just a high-level general overview of what this sector is. Um, The first thing I guess I'd say is that the sector for many, many years was dominated by institutional investors only. Um, I think this has become a little bit more of a high net worth uh, possibility over the last three or four years. And that's really demand by clients, demand by the large brokerage firms, also demand based on what's going on in the markets and a desire for more diversification. I'd say the general sectors of alternatives I would describe as private equity, essentially investing in private companies versus public companies, private credit, um, various sectors of the real estate market and different approaches and strategies, um, commodities, 
um, and also hedge funds. And I'd break hedge funds into two areas. One is sort of hedged equity where the manager is looking for good and bad companies to either go long or short, um, trying to make money on the short side or at a minimum hedging his long portfolio. And then there's a very long list of other um, bespoke uh, strategies in the hedge fund world that could include healthcare funds, uh, technology funds, other sector funds, country funds, macro risk arbitrage. Um, but these are very, very big sectors, um, but dominated really by real estate, private equity, and hedge funds. I mentioned before that for the last, I'd say, 30 years, this has been a dominant investment by pension funds, endowment funds, where they could get as much as 20 or 30% of their overall capital invested in these sectors, primarily for premium returns, um, typically having to give up some liquidity. I'd say in the last five years or so, there's been a growing interest on behalf of the high net worth um, community and brokerage firms to build products that can access these strategies and some of the leading managers. Um, and there's also been a desire by the sponsor, the, the hedge fund or the private equity firm, in accessing pools of private, um, private capital and private wealth. Um, so maybe what I could do is uh, go a little bit deep on private equity for a second to give people a sense of what it is, but also I want to maybe end up on the environment we're in now and and could any of this stuff be potential solutions for investors' portfolio with one caveat that I'm giving you, a, providing really a, a very short overview here, and I really encourage people to go much, much deeper on various products or what your personal needs are and do that with your financial advisor. Um, to touch on private equity for a second, it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, these are companies that are private. They might have been um, private for a long time, or maybe it's a public company that's being taken private. But what, what this essentially allows the private equity investor, these are big firms typically that raise large pools of money to buy private businesses, um, improve the fundamentals of those businesses, um, where they can go in and change management, change direction, change balance sheets, um, and then sell it, sell the company after they feel they've improved the company and try to either take it public or, or sell it to another strategic or, or private investor or company. Um, keep in mind that uh, these, these larger firms are experts in perhaps 10 or 12 different global um, um, industries, so they could be quite big, let's say, in, in def the defense business or in retail, where they know many, many, or if not all, the big retail c companies in the world. They know valuations. And what they're trying to do is purchase businesses that are uh, undermanaged and then put in their own management teams, improve the fundamentals of those businesses, and then sell them. Um, I thought maybe what I'd do is talk about environment, um, again, stressing that no one size fits all here, and this is just a general overview of where this world of, quote, alternatives um, might prove helpful. I think the first place um, to start is um, just the overall allocation environment, which is very, very difficult, um, as everybody on this call knows. And what I mean by that is uh, money, where do you put your capital? Is it Should it be in the equity market? Should it be in the bond market? Um, Allocation firms for a long time have used the 60-40 allocation method as a benchmark. Um, typically 60 in stocks and 40 in bonds, and that 40 serves as a decent rate of return, um, but more importantly, a hedge against you know riskier assets, your stock portfolio. 
But as we know over the last five, six, seven, maybe even 10 years, that this, uh, these falling interest rates have really made that side of the ledger um, less effective from a return standpoint, uh, not from a risk standpoint, because if the market goes down, these bonds don't. Um, but it's offered less of a return, which I think has had a lot of us maybe over allocate more than we, we would want to, to, to stocks. Maybe we're 70, 30. If you look at the, if you look at the bond portion of, excuse me, the stock portion of this, what you'll see is generally an expensive market, although things feel like it's getting cheaper by the day here. Um, the index funds, um, which is typically the access point for most um, investors in public equities are quite concentrated. Seven stocks represent about 25% of the S&P, and that's the FANG stocks plus probably Tesla. Um, importantly, there's not as many public companies as there used to be. Um, the number of public companies are down about 50% over the last 20 years. And there's right now about 3,600 public companies left in the United States. Um, which means there's a lot of opportunity out there to invest, but a lot of it is on the private side. And what private equity does is allow us to invest in, you know, growthier names, whether it be in healthcare or technology, that may not be available in the public markets. So I think it's just a tough um, environment to invest. The bond side is low rates, at least recently rising rates, which means falling prices, inflation risk. And on the, the equity side, maybe a repricing of the market right now. And the thought here is that perhaps some of the areas of private equity can serve as a diversifier in your portfolio, either for excess return or, or lower risk and lower volatility. Um, but at a minimum on the private equity, for example, it allows you uh, to expand your equity opportunities. There's probably 17,000 companies in the United States with revenues over $100 million, where there's only 30, as I mentioned before, only 3,600 public companies. So that um, is a very quick um, overview of the alternative space. Um, historically, as I mentioned, institutions only. I think it's really started to open up over the last five years. Um, you'll see more and more offerings in the area. They're very diverse. They all have different risk and return characteristics. That's why it's critical you discuss this with your financial advisor. And the environment we find ourselves in might be an environment where we all want to look for a little bit more diversification. So with that, why don't I end here um, and wish everybody a great day. Thanks for listening to Retirement Secrets. If you want to learn more about how to retire like a multimillionaire, please visit our website at yourfinishline.com. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. There is no assurance that the investment techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. 
Alternative investments may not be suitable for all investors and should be considered as an investment for the risk capital portion of the investor's portfolio. The strategies employed in the management of alternative investments may accelerate the velocity of potential losses. Any guest speakers, along with the companies they are associated with, are not affiliated with or endorsed by Finish Line Financial or LPL Financial.